to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. Kia ora and welcome to Empower, the podcast that has one sole purpose, which is to inspire you to live your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a lawyer, girl power advocate, growing independent woman, of course. I'm obsessed with self-love and personal development. So now I'm also the host of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I will do my best to make sure that you can take something meaningful from this podcast and apply it to your everyday life. But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. Kia ora I had a listener reach out recently on Instagram and she asked if I had any episodes to listen to when you're going through a sad phase in life and your mind is all over the place with crazy emotions So I sent her a few episodes that I've done, but none of them were specifically what she was asking for. And she was grateful that I sent them through, but I thought I should dedicate a whole episode just to what she was after, because life is full of the good and the bad. And as much as we wish it could be good and never bad, it doesn't work that way. Sometimes things don't go so well and the feelings that flow from that can be incredibly overwhelming and devastating and chaotic and depressing. So here we are. Let's talk about it. Firstly, though, I need to be clear that there is a difference between temporarily feeling depressed about something and actually having depression. The reason I say that is because while I have experienced some super low lows in my life, I've never been diagnosed with anything. And I'm also not saying like never say never because I'm well aware that mental health shifts depending on circumstances and hormones and all of that kind of stuff. But I make that disclaimer so that as listeners, you guys understand where I'm coming from in this episode. I'm only speaking from my experience and I'm fortunate so far in life to have not experienced the deepest lows associated with mental illness. So if you are someone who has experienced deeper lows than I have, I really implore you to take the parts of this episode that you feel are valuable to you, but don't compare your journey to mine because life and its challenges look different for everyone. And no one is better than anyone else or stronger than anyone else. We are all out here just doing the best and we can't ask for anything more than that. 
this podcast is a safe place for everyone, no matter where you're from or what you've been through. So let's get to it. This is interesting because my podcast episodes are usually inspired by something that has happened to me, like an event or something recent that has impacted me. And the reason I haven't necessarily spoken on how to deal with life when things are chaotic or difficult or overwhelming is because for the most part, it's been a really long time since I felt that way. And as life carries on and you kind of don't experience these overwhelming situations so much, you sort of temporarily forget what that feeling is until it comes up again. And touch wood, I am probably due for something to come up again because like I say, it's been a long time since I've experienced emotional overwhelm. But that doesn't mean I haven't experienced it at all. So firstly, what I want to do is speak about how it's impacted me before in life, how I overcame it. And then talk about some tips or strategies that you can use if you find yourself in this situation now. And I also want to speak a little bit about how to avoid it as best you can. I mean, nothing is unavoidable, but as best you can in the future. When I think back to a time where I felt hugely overwhelmed with emotion, I think about me at 23. I was in a job that had progressively been making me more miserable as time went on. I was treated poorly. I was paid poorly. There were people at my workplace that were negative, toxic people to be around. And I spoke about this briefly, particularly in my episodes with Al, because we were in the same workplace. And that environment was really difficult for us to deal with, so much so that it impacted everything else in our lives. And I think what happens when you're in these situations is that you go into survival mode. And you're so deep in survival mode that you actually don't have the time or the energy or the capability or the mental capacity to be able to look at everything with perspective and see where the problem lies or what needs to change or where you need to take a break or whatever it is that you need to do. When I was going through this, it took a trigger for me to be shaken out of that emotional overwhelm and the chaos that was my life at that stage to realize, okay, I'm not all good. I'm not okay. And survival mode is just masking the fact that I'm actually not okay. Obviously, I wasn't masking it very well because for me, my trigger was my parents sitting me down. They said to me, you are fading away. Every day you are just losing your spirit and we can see it and we don't know what to do. And when I was planning this episode, I was crying when I was planning this out and decided that I wanted to share this story because it must have been really bad for my parents to have to sit me down and have that conversation with me. It was not a conversation that we had ever had before. And they said to me that they would rather see me quit my job with nowhere to go and that they would support me until I could figure it out because they couldn't bear to see me suffer any longer in a job that was quite literally destroying my soul. And I'm incredibly grateful for that. Of course, what ended up happening was that I did quit my job and about two weeks later, I ended up getting a job in Hawke's Bay and the rest is history. But that's when I knew something was wrong. I hadn't given myself enough time to process or even realize I wasn't okay because I was so deep into survival mode. But when they sat me down and had that conversation with me, that's when I knew 
But for context, two weeks before that conversation happened, it was my 23rd birthday and I had been at work that day. It was a difficult day at work and I remember pulling up at home and it was dark outside when I got home, but it was also the middle of winter and I was crying all the way home because it had been a terrible day at work. But I knew it was my birthday and I knew that my parents were excited to see me. So just before I opened the door into the house, I took a moment to myself and just said, pull yourself together. It's your birthday. You will be happy. I don't care how you're feeling. Your parents are in there. They love you. They're excited to see you and to celebrate your birthday with you. So don't bring bad energy into the house. Like I had this conversation with myself in my head. And I walked in and my mum and dad were sitting at the bench in the dark with a birthday cake and the candles lit and they started singing as soon as I walked into the house. And it was so surreal because my house is a place of love and my parents and my safety. I felt so safe at home, but everywhere outside of that space felt unsafe to me. And obviously I was so grateful and my parents always made me feel so loved and I'd given myself this pep talk before I went into the house. So I thought I was doing a good job of pretending I was all good, but I wasn't. And they knew. So obviously I ended up leaving that job and life improved and it wasn't something that happened overnight, but I knew that things were getting better because as soon as I finished up there and I guess I was getting ready to move to Hawke's Bay I was I don't know in my room doing my thing having a sing song to myself and my mum was walking past my room and she came in and she said it's so nice to hear you singing again because you stopped singing to yourself for months And I didn't even realize, and I'm not even a good singer, but when I'm singing to myself, it's usually when I'm feeling content and at peace. And clearly I hadn't been feeling that way for a really long time. All of the signs were there, but sometimes it's easier to suppress them than to acknowledge them. It took months and a conversation with my loved ones to acknowledge that I wasn't okay. And with a lot of hindsight and growth, I now know that I knew I wasn't okay early on and I suppressed it for a number of reasons that I won't go into on here. But the first tip that I have is to not do that. Sometimes we suppress our feelings because they are so overwhelming that we are afraid to even attempt to face them. But if you don't, all of those feelings will find other ways to rear their heads. The first step in dealing with anything is acknowledging that it exists in the first place. The next strategy I have is talking about it. I will always advocate to seek professional help. So a psychologist or a therapist or a counselor, I have sought help from these people at different times of my life and it's been good. But I am well aware of the strains and the lack of resourcing in our health system. So if that isn't an option for you or if you're not comfortable with that, I have two other options. Number one, speak to a loved one about how you're feeling. Or number two, record yourself talking about it. And I've spoken about this before. I don't know whether it is like the independence in me or the only child upbringing in me, but I have done this before because sometimes just saying it out loud is enough to release it from your head and from your mind so that it's not taking up space. 
I'm really big on that. I need to get ideas and thoughts and feelings out either on paper or by saying it or recording myself. I just, I can't keep them all in my head because there's too much happening in there most of the time. If you can't talk about it, write about it, get a journal and write out how you're feeling. And you don't need to name your feelings because I know sometimes it's hard to even figure out what it is that you're feeling in the first place, but just write something, just get something out. In those moments where things get really intense and you're so wound up and overwhelmed with everything happening that you can't even focus or think and you feel like you can't even breathe, do your best to gain some perspective and realize your thoughts and your feelings can't hurt you even though they can totally incite a physical reaction out of you and actively breathe. Breathe in for five seconds, hold it for five seconds, breathe out for five seconds, hold it for five seconds and keep doing that until it starts clearing your mind. I do it every morning for five minutes. I should do it for 10, but I'm working on my attention span right now. It's five and it does clear my mind. Working out is also a really good way for clearing your mind. As you guys know, I always say that if I didn't work out, I would be a total crazy person. And to be honest, I do work out and I am pretty crazy. So I can't imagine how that would be if I didn't. Also prioritize some self-care in your life. Start doing things that bring you peace and happiness. But I do want to say with working out and self-care, don't use them as distractions or alternatives to dealing with your feelings. You need to deal with your feelings. As someone that spent a few years working out, catching spontaneous flights, indulging in way too many massages and facials and racking up credit card bills on unnecessary clothing and giving my attention to the wrong people to avoid dealing with my feelings, it was not worth it. And eventually those feelings that I was doing my very best to avoid hit me very hard and I had no choice but to deal with that. And it would have been much easier to deal with it before I spent money that I didn't actually have. Lastly, and maybe these are long term, depending on where you're at or what you're feeling, but either change your circumstances or identify the problem and remove it from your life. It might be hard initially, especially if you're emotionally tied to whatever it is that's holding you back, but you deserve to enjoy your life and you deserve to feel content. And if there is something or someone in your life that is getting in the way of your happiness, it needs to change. Nothing, no job, no relationship, no amount of money is worth sacrificing your mental health. You have so much spirit and soul and fire inside you and the world needs that from you but you can't share that with the world if you're empty life will be hard but be brave and face those challenges head on so that you can grow through them and come out of the other side even more vibrant than you were before anyways that's what I've got for you today I got close to crying but it hasn't happened yet I live on for another episode. (laughs) Not that there is anything wrong with crying, everybody. If you need to get it out, get it out. But like I say, I planned this yesterday. I recorded it today. So I truly did get all of my tears out yesterday. Anyways, if you liked this episode, I would really appreciate it if you follow the podcast, give it a rating, follow me on the socials, all of those I've got linked in the description. Also remember, you can sign up for a free 30-day trial with Audible at audibletrial.com forward slash empower, E-M-P-O-W-E-R. That comes with one free credit 
to use on any title and you can cancel it at any time. I use Audible on the daily to listen to audiobooks, guided meditations, podcasts. Those podcasts are only on Audible as well. And I highly recommend it if you are serious about self-improvement. I've got the link for that in the description as well. But on that note, I will love you and leave you. As always, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate that you take time out of your day to listen to me. Make sure you do something kind for yourself today and I will chat to you next week. Bye.